0: Insights, interviews, and best practices by clinicians for clinicians. Welcome to GE Healthcare's Clinical View Podcasts. Hi there. I am Dr. Robert Bilkowski, and this is the beginning of a new podcast series on the topic of perioperative safety, where we take a look at concepts that apply to improving the perioperative journey which include topics on intraoperative paralysis, the depth of sedation, nociception monitoring, intraoperative awareness, and others. More importantly, principles of a, open quote, systems approach, to improving patient outcomes will be covered throughout this podcast series. Let us begin with a discussion on the concept of the perioperative surgical home and the enhanced recovery after surgery, or ERAS, model. To no one's surprise, the field of medicine is constantly changing, and so too are the requirements of anesthesiology, specifically as it looks to the perioperative space. Historically, the patient undergoing surgery will encounter the anesthesiologist relatively late in current surgical pathways, where important decisions regarding sedation and pain management paradigms are made, in addition to patient counseling. The latter may or may not have been the focus of the anesthesiologist. The introduction of ERAS first spawned in the 1990s out of Denmark, where researchers found that fast-tracking patients undergoing sigmoid colon surgery could have hospital stays reduced from an average of 10 days down to as little as two days. The principles applied in this study evolved to shape the ERAS society which was officially created in Sweden in 2010. There are multiple ERAS guidelines that have been published since, but common themes exist, which include the patient preparatory steps before surgery, such as patient counseling, education, and lifestyle modifications, through the post-operative period, and all require coordination between surgeons, anesthesiologists, dietitians, physical medicine, and rehabilitation professionals psychiatrists psychologists and pharmacists just to name a few examples of eras protocols include the following multimodal analgesia where multimodal analgesia protocols commence during the initial patient's evaluation as part of the preoperative evaluation clinic appointment the preoperative evaluation also educates patients on different modalities that will be used during surgery and obtains the necessary informed consent for interventions such as neuraxial or regional blocks. The aim of these multimodal analgesia protocols extends into the interoperative and postoperative periods with emphasis on opioid sparing and opioid-free regimens that can bear impact on postoperative recovery in the PACU or in the hospital. A second example is goal-directed fluid therapy, where individualized goal-directed fluid therapy is a central element of ERAS in preoperative, intraoperative, and postoperative phases, with the goal being to maintain uvolemia, which is a balance between fluids lost during surgery offset by fluids administered, whether that is IV fluids, blood, or other products. Risk is stratified based on surgery type, where patients undergoing major surgery and or with risk factors will benefit from an individualized goal-directed fluid plan. Of note, favorable outcomes have been reported with use of goal-directed fluid strategies and have been shown to reduce morbidity, mortality, and lengths of stay in the ICU as well as the hospital. A third example to highlight is the use of post-operative nausea and vomiting prophylaxis protocols. Similar to multimodal analgesia, the anesthesia care team will determine the most suitable strategy during the preoperative evaluation and will also leverage risk stratification based on surgery complexity and patient comorbidities to provide the optimal care plan. In the United States, the American Society of Anesthesiologists have defined the perioperative surgical home, or PSH which builds off of the ERAS framework. The PSH serves as a patient-centric, team-based model of care to help meet the demands of a rapidly approaching healthcare paradigm emphasizing value, patient satisfaction, and a reduction in costs. Just to reiterate, the goals of the PSH are to improve patient satisfaction, improve the quality of perioperative care, and reduce the cost of surgical care. A notable concern is the focus during the interoperative period with the interplay between deficit sedation and blood pressure, which can result in the triple effect where hypotension in the presence of a low mean alveolar concentration of inhaled anesthetics combined with a low sedation level is an ominous predictor of patient morbidity and mortality. This triple effect highlighted by Sessler et al opens the door to consider concepts such as AOA or adequacy of anesthesia, whereby continuous monitoring of the depth of sedation, nociception, antinociception balance monitoring, and quantitative neuromuscular monitoring may support the anesthesiologist in driving improvements in patient outcomes. The study conducted by Vetter helped to shine a light on the clinical and economic outcomes that could result from implementation of the PSH construct. Their study focused on process standardization in the management of patients undergoing either total hip or total knee arthroplasty. There was a standardization of care during the transitions of care throughout the continuum from the decision for surgery to the post-discharge phase. They coined the term open quote perioperativist who is an anesthesiologist that specializes in the management of the surgical patient through this continuum and was deployed in the study. The study was a two-group before and after study wherein each group was observed for 24 months. The main variable deployed in the after group was the expansion of the PSH concept. The results from the study showed both clinical and economic outcome improvements. There was a 7.5% improvement in on-time day of surgery starts and a 2.2% reduction in ICU admission rates. In addition, there was a $432 decrease in direct non-surgery costs for total hip arthroplasty and $601 saved for total knee arthroplasty. These results help lay the foundation that structured operational efficiencies in the OR, led by anesthesiologists that touch the continuum of surgical care can improve outcomes to the patient and drive economic benefits. Clearly, more studies are needed to continue to grow awareness and understanding of both the perioperative surgical home model and the enhanced recovery after a surgery framework. This concludes the introductory podcast in the series, Be on the lookout for more content as we take aim at means to further improve patient safety and operating room efficiencies. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to Clinical View Podcasts, brought to you by GE Healthcare. Expand your view at clinicalview.gehealthcare.com.